Pat Cassidy, the owner of the Edmonton Prospects, uh, joining me on uh, this uh, special edition of the Prospects Baseball Show. Uh, Pat, thanks very much for joining me. Uh, we'll just get right to it. Uh, when you heard the announcement or when you found out about the uh, city's uh, new agreement at the ball field, uh, you know, what was your initial reaction? Well, like, uh, you know, any announcement that you're not totally expecting, you're, you're a little bit surprised, but. I got to say it wasn't a total shock. Uh, I mean, uh, this issue has been ongoing for quite some time and, and the great group's been, you know, in the background for, for probably up to a couple of years now. And so um, it, it, it finally sort of came to a head and and, uh, and a decision by the city was made and here we are. Do you know much um, how different your proposal was um, compared to the one that was accepted. Uh, have you been able to find out any of that? Well, I, you know, I don't think anybody's ever really seen the Greg proposal other than maybe certain individuals with the city. So it's really hard to comment on their proposal because I haven't seen it. I don't know anybody that has seen it. And, um, you know, all I know is, is what we presented and what was in our proposal. And uh, it was certainly something I was uh, excited about and hopeful for, but uh, the city's in their wisdom has decided to go a different direction. And, uh, you know, we have to accept that. So where do you turn now as far as um, uh, the future of the Edmonton prospects or the prospects franchise, uh, wherever that might be? Uh, do you see a future in downtown Edmonton or um, uh, are you uh, definitely planning on looking elsewhere? I'm trying to focus on the art of the possible, and we know um, there's a lot of good things happening out in Spruce Grove. I'm excited about it, um, to some degree, a little bit liberated by, you know, what's going on with, with, uh, with Spruce Grove and the situation in Edmonton. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, you know, we've, we've got uh, a, lot of, um, a lot of ability to, to do some great things in the, in the baseball community, and we see a fantastic opportunity out in Spruce Grove to uh, do some creative stuff and and um, kind of move forward on, on a really exciting project. All right, so onward and upward, um, you know, off the, just the top of your head, and I know it hasn't been a lot of time, but I'm sure you've thought about it. What are you envisioning as the future home of the prospects looking like? Well, we've got actually probably, uh, we're a little further along on that than anybody realizes. You know, we've got a we've got a modern, state-of-the-art facility planned, kind of the open design that you, you'll find at a lot of uh, minor league uh, spring training facilities down in uh, Arizona. I'm, I'm more familiar with Arizona. I haven't been to Florida in many, many years, but uh, that open concourse design with uh, the ability to, you know, get out of your seat and go up and grab a, a beer and a hot dog and not miss any action, and you know, it's 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 the it's the new modern facility, and that's what I see. I see skyboxes. I see I see it's part of a, a larger development. We've got um, actually got a twenty five acre site that we've um, got an ability to develop. So we're kind of treating it as a little bit of a ballpark district. There'll be some other added elements that that are really provide some synergy with what's going on, and you know it'll be a, it'll be a pretty exciting entertainment complex. 
You know, we had uh, Akil Samuel from uh, Red Deer, or Sylvan Lake rather, um, uh, on the show uh, recently, and and he was uh, talking about some of the same things about uh, being able to be in firsthand and build a, a stadium the way you want it. There must be, as you mentioned, uh, you said uh, kind of liberating, it must be some real excitement about, you know, being able to mold something uh, from the beginning to exactly what you want. I mean, that, that just doesn't happen for a lot of people. No, you're, you know, you're, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, you know, the exciting part is you get to take a, a blank slate of paper and just start from scratch and, it allows you time to do the research and find what works here and what works there and what you think might work in that, in this specific location. Um, it's, uh, it's actually a hell of an opportunity to be quite honest. I'm, I'm excited about it. And, and, uh, you know, uh, be, be, being, uh, involved in construction and design build construction and being involved in, in baseball for as long as I have, it's, uh, the opportunity of a lifetime for somebody like me and the group that's involved with with our franchise so we're, we're all we just finished a meeting this morning went to lunch and uh, we're all excited about the, the new opportunities and you know there's obviously uh um it, it, it's always hard to sort of accept the fact that you might be going in a new direction you have to get past that moment and then start moving forward and that's what we're going to do well, I think that's so exciting. And I liked what you mentioned earlier about a complex and, and, you know, you're, you're moving into a new community and you're going to be able to involve the community in, in not just a baseball park or a baseball game, but a community gathering place, uh, in a, in a growing community out West of Edmonton. You know, when you look at Spruce Grove and we talk about this often with our group, because Spruce Grove, Spruce Grove has been on our radar for quite some time. Um, it's, it's, uh, one of Alberta's fastest growing communities and it's families and there's a lot of young kids it's got it's got one of uh, the strongest baseball associations in the province maybe in western canada for that matter so when you look at the demographics it's um it's a pretty awesome opportunity and and we see we see nothing but um positives you know as far as going forward on this project is concerned and uh and you're right i mean engaging the community we're already starting to just from today's announcement we're starting to you know, get some really positive feedback from a lot of people in the in the community, as well as in Edmonton. And uh, you know, we certainly want to involve those people, and and we want to somehow incorporate all kinds of elements into this development that um, are cutting edge and and provide a whole new experience in terms of um, entertaining people at the baseball park. And after the game is over, before the game is over, and even through the winter months. Yeah, I think that's a, a you know a twelve month a year uh, facility and gathering place. Uh, you know, is something that uh, I think uh, should have happened a long time. And I know you guys tried to do that down in the in the uh, River Valley. Now, one of the things that has been talked about in the last uh, couple of days since this announcement came out is uh, the possibility of two teams and and also uh, territorial protection. I think I have that uh, the the term correct, but you do have. Uh, the rights to, um, and I'm trying to th- remember what the distance is, but you have the rights to a uh, franchise location in this area. Can you explain how that all works, Pat? Yeah, so uh, in, in the in the Western Canadian Baseball League, uh, there, there's a clause in the in the Constitution that protects the territory for each franchise, 
Um, the, uh, the, the, the distance is a hundred, it's a hundred kilometer radius, so 62 miles. And the reason for that is basically to, um, protect franchise operators from other potential operators moving into their area and basically diluting the market and, and, uh, you know, it's like anything, you get too many operators in, in one location, nobody, 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 uh, nobody succeeds. And, and, you, you know, he's, in, in, on top of that, there was a situation in Sylvan Lake where a, an investor wanted to, you know, throw a few million dollars into, into that project down there. And he wasn't going to do it if there was the possibility that within three years, some other operator could come into that same market, build another ballpark just down the road and compete with him. So, you know, you, you have to you have to look at these things from what's in the best interest of the league, what's in the best interest of the franchise, and that territorial protection right is, is one of those clauses, and it makes just makes a lot of sense for everybody. Okay, so th- you know that means that nobody else can come into this area and put another team in. Um, you you guys will be the only WCBL team in there, um, and now. What happens, I guess, uh, you know, everybody wants to know what's happening this year and, and nobody knows, I guess, what's happening. But can you shed some light on, you know, maybe the discussions that the league has had about this season right now being affected by uh, COVID-19? Well, the league's taken, um, you know, kind of a pretty specific uh, position on, on this season uh, going back to early April, and, and that was, uh, let's proceed cautiously. Let's not terminate too early. Let's just continue to push the window as long as we can until either we can move forward either on a full season or a partial season or at some point in time, you know, the, 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 the time ends for any sort of possibility of moving forward with a season. So we kind of set our, our last possible milestone I think around May the, uh, pardon me, June the 8th. Um, but we are meeting next week to discuss that and probably some decisions might be coming out of that meeting shortly thereafter. So that's kind of been the approach our league has taken. I think it's a, an approach a lot of leagues, summer college leagues and other leagues have taken. And, uh, you know, we, we always, we're always hopeful. We always hope that, uh, the sun will come out and we'll be able to play baseball and, uh, let's not cancel too early in case it does. Maybe we're waiting for a vaccine or some sort of uh, miracle therapeutic cure. Um, we're waiting for something to change that would allow uh, large gatherings again. But, um, you know, here we, here we are and we're getting close to that final deadline. And, and, you know, I guess we've got the decision to make coming up here fairly soon. Well, and, and this is something that is, um, uh, you know, out of uh, so many people's control and it's different. Uh, you know, Major League Baseball might be able to survive uh, without uh, gates uh, because they have such a large TV uh, deal. But uh, this is a local level baseball without fans. It's really almost hard to even go forward with the season financially. So that's obviously up in the air. We're at the mercy of COVID-19. Uh, I guess what is the plan um, until the stadium is built? And, and you know, what, what do you see moving forward, if not this year, but next year and until the new ball field and stadium is built in Spruce Grove? Well, given the fact that, I mean, it looks like uh, this year is, is it's going to be uh, going to be quite difficult to probably get that off the ground. I don't want to preempt our meeting 
and a decision made by all the governors. But let's let's assume that it's difficult. We're already working on a potential plan B for next year, um, and um, you know we're we're in negotiations and discussions with uh, with various uh, groups out in the community and looking at different ideas. Um, you know, so that we can we can put a team on the field because the idea of having that ballpark ready in Spruce Grove by 2021 is not realistic. 2022 is realistic. Still, it's still aggressive, but we believe we can do that. Um, and uh, so, as far as next year is concerned, we're going to explore all the options and then make a decision on how we deal with uh, our sponsors, our, our current ticket buyers and season ticket holders and, and all of those, you know, great people that have been part of our part of our world for, for many years now. And we have to make sure that we look after that best way we can. Well, um, I'm, I'm sure looking forward to uh, when we can start talking about uh, wins and losses and uh, yeah. pitchers and outfielders, because I've really grown to love the league and the players and, and the people around it. And you and I have talked until we're blue in the face about uh, why we think this is the right level of baseball here and why uh, professional be- baseball isn't. But, uh, you know, we, we've already had that discussion. So I'm looking forward yes, to, yeah. uh, you know, moving forward and, uh, you know, uh, being involved in uh, uh, watching this league grow and grow out in uh, Spruce Grove as it is. Pat, thank you so much for giving me some time today and uh, yeah, best of luck with the plans and yeah, I look yeah, forward to hearing more. Just, just on one final note, I, 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 I could, could uh, maybe, maybe uh, I'd like to just touch on one final subject and that is we're, the league is also working on what's called a legacy project and we felt that uh, given the circumstances, this is a good time for, for our league collectively and as a group to you know to look at some of the ways we can put some sort of ideas and a concept together and a proposal together and take it to various levels of government uh, communities uh, um, other entrepreneurs and and uh, philanthropists and people like that we, we want to try to help build some infrastructure in across all the ballparks and throughout the league and so we've got this uh, legacy project we're working on and that's also something we're going to probably be presenting in the next few months all right i'm really looking forward to that news and uh, i think this league has uh, lots of room uh, to grow pat thanks so much for your time and best of luck with the project all right thanks Steve.